Welcome to the What in the Sheetball podcast with Suji and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. So much shit. So much shit. Hi, Ed. Hey. How are you? Good. How's it been? It's good. Um, it's been, been rainy. A, it's been so rainy, yeah. um, which I actually like, except like last night when my girls and I and a friend and her daughter went to see Mean Girls down in Orange County oh, yeah, yeah, musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we were going there, it was raining, but when we were driving back, is like, torrential fucking downpour on the freeway. It was like, we had to like slow down to like 25 miles an hour on the freeway. Like it was crazy, but the show was good. The show was great. It was was a little long, I think, or maybe I was just more conscious of it because it was just getting later and later. Yeah, I'm not a big musical person. It gets a little too campy for me, I think. And this show did not lack camp at all. I mean, Mean Um, Girls is already- Little on the cornier side. Yeah, I mean, in 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 a good way. For the most part. In a good way. Um, my girls love it. And and fine, if you want to judge my parenting, <laughs> I don't blame you. Like my eight-year-old can recite like every monologue. <laughs> and it's really funny. I find it very entertaining and I'm sure that it's scarring her in one way or another, but you know. Pop culture. I mean, the first movie my mom accidentally bought me on VHS was Coming to America. And I think I turned out okay. <laughs> you're, you're okay. But I think what's good about something like Mean Girls is that in retrospect, there's a lot of problematic shit in it. And they changed a lot for the musical. Like they took out a right. lot of the, like the Trang Pack, like Asian over-sexualized yep. teenager trope. They took that out. And my daughters noticed. They're like, they'd made a lot of changes. I'm like, well, let's talk about why they made those changes. Why do the things that fly then not fly now. Right. And what is this cultural evolution that we experience every so often? And let's talk about it. Let's talk about the things that you saw and didn't see. And I think it really opened us to up to like a really interesting conversation. Now, of course, this was at like 11 o'clock and both girls were barely conscious. Right. Um, but my older daughter was like, oh, I could see why they would take that out now. And she's like, I can't believe that was actually ever okay. And I'm like, exactly. That's what well, evolving it, is. That was the point. It never was okay. It was just widely accepted because right. we didn't have the, no one had the platform or social media to be able to echo voices. Right, you know? which I think is really timely because that kind of segues us into the topic for right. today, which is. Just, you know, after watching, you know, the big moment of this week so far was the Oscars. Huge moment. It almost sounds like it's a repetitive thing at this point because like everything everywhere all at once has just been like sweeping. Right, everything. Everything, everything. But as and much. so. Yeah, and as much as we know how problematic the Oscars are, you know, still at the end of the day for that industry, they are a benchmark for some achievements that are, you know, that do affect like the roles you get, the pay you get and things like that. And it is nice to see and I, I think there were a lot of really poignant moments in the in that show in particular. Um watching Kihi Kwan receive the award from Harrison Ford. You say poignant, but I think you mean emotional. That too. <laughs> that too. I was a fucking puddle. I've watched Kihi Kwan since I was little. Obviously, yeah. obviously like everybody has, but you know, as a young Asian American girl watching things like Indiana Jones and Goonies and being like, oh, there's a kid and even though he did fall into so many of the stereotypes, just to see him, yes. just to have him have visibility like he did. And he was the breakout of all he of was. those. You know, everybody remembers him so vividly. And even though it was somewhat stereotypical the way he was portrayed, even though that was, I think, authentically who he was because he was a immigrant himself who just got right. here, it was also positive to see such a warm reception from people, even if they were kind of focusing on the slightly stereotypical. Right. Like it wasn't the same as the way Miss. 
like Chow was perceived from Hangover, where he was like literally the butt of the joke. Oh my god, I can't even talk about that. Though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right, totally. And and to see the the evolution from the young, tropey, stereotypical Asian kid to him evolving into this complex character that he won the Academy Award for, right. like it was such a like. I mean, I don't know. The trajectory of it was so profound to me. Like, I really. can't even imagine how he felt because, as a community, <laughs> we felt like this, like this collective feeling right. of this, like I, th I don't know for you. For me, it was like a feeling of like this weight off my shoulders. There's like something of acceptance mm -hmm. and just like this overwhelming feeling of just overwhelming emotion. To be right. honest, absolutely. And then you know, Michelle uh, Yeoh's you know win for best actress was huge for so many reasons not just for our community no not just for our community I mean, people of color and to have Halle Berry the first woman like it's been 90 how many years 95 years at the Oscar <laughs> 95 years it's the 95th Oscar and that's not even counting the two years they took off during the pandemic and how many years between Halle Berry's win and Michelle Yeoh's win 21 okay so it took 21 years for the first woman of color to win an Academy Award and then for the second one to be the first Asian American or Asian woman to win is like that really takes too long. It's taking so, so long. And then the content, but then to see that moment, I, you could see the emotion on Halle Berry, like yeah. handing it to her. And I was like, oh my God. And then she gives the speech talking about empowering yourself as an older woman, which I totally identified with. Yep. And anytime a person says, this is for people who look like me, no matter what that person looks like, I understand what they're saying. So when she said it, I was like, oh. It's over for me. I'm just gonna sit here and cry for the forever. Not to like totally sidetrack the conversation, but did you see that article that they tried to come out with? I forget who it was, Huff or Vice maybe, but they try to make it political. The part where Michelle Yeoh stated that, you know, don't let people like tell you're past your prime. And I guess it had something to do with something someone else said on something. And they thought that she was addressing that when in reality, She's been addressing it on every award she's won mm, yeah. about how she was facing this aging thing and she wasn't getting as many roles and like look at her achieving the greatest achievements right. at her age. And it's just like weird that you can't just like let people of color be people. Right. We right. always have to be polarized in some way. And oh, it's exhausting. What was the. What was it? What are they saying? I don't know. I forget who it was, but as I'm editing, I'll make sure we pop it up right here. That's you a know? good idea. So the tweet is there. I don't remember exactly what who it was or what the person said, but someone said something offensive about aging women, and they thought that she was addressing that when it's like, if you watched even just the SAG Awards. Listen, Michelle Yeoh told the guy who started the music while she was getting an award that she would beat them up. I don't think she's worried about mincing her words and having to deliver cryptic messages to people. Yeah. She will tell you straight the fuck up. I just won a fucking Academy Award. Yes. I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want to whomever I want, exactly. however I want to say it. She was focusing on how proud she was, right. what it means for her mom. Like she wasn't, no one has time to throw shade when you're like right. overwhelmed with <laughs> right. a sense of like, you don't care about, you're like I'm telling important. you you're as not. we don't care about, like our worlds don't center around the white experience in, right, you know what i mean right. like we're not celebrating our win being like oh we're gonna throw shade to this white man right, like right. no i'm, we're, I'm we're sorry to break just it take to our you. wins and we're gonna move on celebrate Thank us. you very much yeah but i think what's really interesting to me watching the academy awards and being so proud and being so excited and like i was just so overwhelmed with with just emotion of every kind and this like this high that i haven't really experienced in this particular way and at the same time, I just felt like this huge leap forward. I just got like 
grabbed by the back of my hair and pulled back because like this woman, and I don't want to talk about her because I hate her. We'll just call her Shinobi. <laughs> Shit Toby. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I don't want to be offensive to Japanese people. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, we'll call her. We'll call her Jennifer fucking Murphy. <laughs> she keeps re-uploading this video that she made about being a ninja or like wanting to be a ninja, and she sings it in this like broken English Asian accent, and it's like I'm juxtaposing these two things simultaneously like while i'm experiencing like most one of the most wonderful you know examples of representation for asian people while this woman insists on trying to hold us back and it's like why can't we just fucking have this well yeah. let us just fucking have it it's like a horrible meme you know what i mean that it's won't like die. right it's like, i mean like not just her this like whole experience is like a meme it's like hey right. in 2023 asians are finally getting their due you know we're finally rising above from all of this like Asian hate that's been happening, but also 2023, we have this bitch. <laughs> we do have this bitch. And the thing that I just, I can't understand is like, it, it goes back to the Mean Girls conversation, right? Like we can evolve, we should do better. We should, when we see a problem and we can address the problem and have it pointed out to us, like why are some people so fucking resistant? on making those changes if it's for the betterment of people overall like she she just won't let go of it yeah and she just it's like her claim to it's her moniker it's so weird you know what's funny about that is is when i was looking through some of her videos on youtube i forget the one so hopefully sorry i'll be you able had to, to subject yourself yeah, to that are you okay hopefully i'll be able to find it and put put show it on here but there was one post where she was talking about how change is inevitable and i was like why? She said that? Why do these moments always happen? Wait, she knows the word inevitable? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she basically said something about how like, you know, you have to accept change and it's like, take your own so goddamn advice. So let us. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just the, the tropes, the stereotypes, all of those things. It's like, okay, there's, and even from a creative standpoint, it's so fucking played out. Like it's so fucking. You can't. You can't redo the Mr. Chow. You know, I don't want to say the word. You know, Ciesler accent and have it be original. You just can't. And the thing that really frustrates me is that like when you and I talk about our parents, and we have this like shared moment of like understanding how their accents and things like that have gotten us into situations that are like funny or like whatever. Like I have an ex boyfriend who's Korean. And his dad <laughs> asked him, what's the opposite of recipient? And he's like, um, I don't know, like the giver? He's like, no, no, the recipient. He's like, I, I don't know, like the sender or like the person that's giving. He's like, no, like, you know, a woman <laughs> who loves women. He's like, are you trying to say lesbian <laughs> recipient? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? So, right. So they had this long laugh about how his accent made him, it's just like a funny exchange. And it's like, that's something that we as eight, like parents or children of immigrants can all kind of like commune on and commiserate on and whatever. But like, we can't even have that because when we do, people like Jennifer Murphy take the ball and run with it. And it's like, you don't get to do that because you don't understand the history of it. You don't understand right. the nuance of it. You don't understand the collective trauma we have from it. Cause right. that's part of our healing journey right, is, is talking about it and laugh, being able to laugh about it now. 
but you are just making a mockery of it because yeah. other people you think have given you permission to do that. And that makes me so frustrated. Yeah, in fact, the last episode that we shot, Susie and I accidentally, completely naturally while saying someone's last name, which was no, Remember when oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I accidentally didn't say their last name while I was saying their name and then said it with like a pause in between and you said yes and I said no and we unintentionally right. did that exchange. At that moment. And we cut it out for that exact that reason. reason. Right. We didn't want it to be taken out of context and used from a white gaze. Right. Where, oh, look, even you make fun of Asian right. names. Even you make fun of the accent. It's not, first of all, it's not the same. Even though it was hilarious. Even though it was really hilarious, just because we are morons. It was genuinely, <laughs> authentically an accident. Right. right. No, yes, no, yes, <laughs> yes. what? <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna happen. And I think those moments, you know, when I share them with somebody who understands, but also would never use it to like As hurt yeah. us. It's different. Well, of course it does. Yeah, or it doesn't hit at all, technically. We understand that we won't weaponize that, right. right? And that we won't use that against somebody else in the future because obviously we can't, we wouldn't. Right. But then people like her will say, oh, well, I saw some kid on YouTube do a ninja tutorial and he used the accents. Like, yeah, that's not your joke to make. Yeah. That is not your joke to make. You don't get to take that. And I think there's a big dis, 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 I think there's a big, <laughs> yeah. I think there's a big distinction there. <laughs> Learn your words. <laughs> and it's not always just like every white people. I think like she just has this like colonizer mindset that she just like never grew out of. Right. Like the idea of like, oh, whatever is funny, just take it out of context. It doesn't matter where it came from. I can use it too. Well, what she's also doing is like this confirmation bias thing that she's doing where like people from China or Malaysia or whatever who are like born and live there are telling her that it's funny. They think it's funny because to them it's like, oh, you're trying to be a ninja. I get it. That's funny. Right. But she doesn't care to understand the context of what we experience as Asian Americans having people do that to us here. Right. We don't live in homogenized countries where everybody is Asian. So when people talk about being ninjas, they don't use that against you to discriminate against right. you and mock you. To them, it can very wholeheartedly seem like someone is just very interested in right. their culture. And it's like, wow, the Western world wants to be interested, right. not understanding the nuances right. of what we deal with here. Exactly. And and honestly, in so many situations, when I hear somebody do the fake Asian accent, it's not out of love. It's not out of respect. It's not because I want to understand the Asian experience, so I'm gonna fake it. No, it's pure mockery. And mockery leads to dehumanization. You and know? for other minorities who have faced similar things, it's always to from the colonizing type of people standpoint. Of course. It's always to try to make them feel like they don't belong here. You're not one of us. You know right. what I mean? You are not like the others. Well, and, and she keeps saying, it's like, well, my intentions weren't bad. I didn't intend to hurt anybody. That's why it's not racist, bitch. That's not how it fucking works. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Nothing in life works that way. You can unintentionally drive without <laughs> intentionally trying to kill somebody. Right. But if you do, they're still dead. Still your fault. And they're still dead. Right. And that didn't change. Right. Nothing changed because I didn't mean to text while I was driving. Right. I didn't sure. think it would happen. Maybe you don't deserve to go to jail, but there's still some sort you of- You have to have some kind of consequence. Right. You know, and <sighs> there's so much about And it's her. the same thing. If you like accidentally killed somebody while driving, 
and you immediately were just like, I didn't mean to do it. And all of it is just about how you, 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 you. Right. You come off like a dick. Right. You come off like an asshole. You come off right. like ignorant. Right. And that's, it's the same thing here. And you're being one. You're being you, one. It's not, you come off. You are being one. Yeah. And a it's big like, one. why would you not? And there are across, this was 2016. She made this fucking ninja video. 2016. Okay. And over the course of the last seven years, on every platform, Everywhere she's posted it, everywhere she's talked about it, thousands and thousands of people have Asian flooded people. her comments and non-Asian people yeah. who are like, um, this is racism. You can and should not do this. Um, why do you insist on doing it? Whatever. And she takes it as, you just don't understand my humor. Bitch, maybe it's not fucking funny. <laughs> no, we understand it. You're the one who doesn't understand <laughs> right. it. You keep calling it self-deprecating humor and everyone keeps saying it. Self means you. Like right. if you were making fun of being blonde right. or being entitled, like those are self-deprecating. Right. When you're making fun of Asian people and you're not Asian, there is no self. Right. You're making fun of someone else. The thing too that frustrates me so much is that like, you know, sometimes when you're doing something or engaging in something and you want to have the person understand, you have to draw this equivalent. Right. Well, okay, so this is happening to me. So let's say this happened to you in this yeah, way. Like the drunk, the, the driving <laughs> situation, right. Right, but with this, with like the the joking and mockery and all that stuff, there is no equivalent for no. me to convey to her versus like other people of color. Black right. people, indigenous people, and other people of color all have this kind of shared experience where we're yep. mocked for the way we speak. And so if I were talking to a Mexican American person and I was like, you know, when she made fun of our accent, they to some degree would understand mm -hmm. and empathize and sympathize and be like, I totally understand. There is no equivalent that I could give her. Not that I think she would even understand if I tried to draw the comparison, but there's nothing that I can say to her that's like, this is how this feels to us. This right. is how I can get you to understand. And I don't even know that that's like my objective anymore. Like, I don't even know that that's possible. So it's like, it frustrates me that I can't give her an example that will make her understand like, oh, right. maybe that is not you right. You can't understand it if you've never experienced microaggressions before. You right. know what I mean? Like if you are the majority and everything is in your favor, right. what is there to slight about? You? Right, you know even, I mean? even things like- Without taking away their power. Right, calling her a Karen. People are like, oh, she's being a Karen. I'm like, but even Karens have some degree of power. Yes. Karens have the police come to them when they call. Karens yep. get to talk to the manager. Karens get their money back. Karens, you know, and Karens can do. So Karens are still, even if I call her a Karen, in a position of authority. Yes. That is so frustrating. It frustrates me just because I can't, you can't level with them, like at all. And like, what do we do, right? I mean, the snide- We started a podcast, we yeah. talk shit. This, yeah, I mean, that's literally what we did. <laughs> Before we didn't, yeah, <laughs> bitch, we did not start this because of you. You fucking wish. But you know, the snide, snarky asshole in me wants to like right. make a song for her. Like you said, partially <laughs> to make her understand. But like you she said, won't. what what do we say? Right. There's there's no equivalent. I want to be what a white girl. I want right. to be a bimbo. I want to be what? Right. I want to be inbred. I like be, well, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say. But. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a funny thing you mentioned, but you know, a little digging, I did notice that she is one of 11. Oh my gosh. She's one of 11. I want contraception. <laughs> yeah. 
She just wants a t- really what she wants is attention. So okay, so I then I want attention. So is that what it is? Is like you didn't get enough attention as a kid because there were thirty kids running around the house. Well, that's don't blame us. I mean, everything she does is pick me. She was in a beauty pageant, and no offense to beauty pageants, no. but there is a, a degree validation. of validation that you need. You know what I mean? So there's that. There's all the desperate, just out of the oh box. My like, God. I mean, we're talking about the, a level of human being who was like, my last name is Murphy, <laughs> Murphy, <laughs> Murphy Beds. <laughs> and if you look at anything that she does online, like all of her videos, it's just pictures of her plastered all over behind her for it's her, so her magazine or like whatever. And it's like- Which sounds like Go-Gurts. 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 <laughs> oh, for your digestion. You're, you're a very plain, non-flavored, goopy white <laughs> substance in a tube. That mm, helps you with digestion? I want to go poop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spokesperson for Activia. <laughs> Who Jennifer won an Murphy. Academy Award, yeah. which we'll, talk, we'll circle back. But my problem with it, I have so many problems with it, is... So this whole magazine of hers, supposedly, is for the betterment, uplift, the, uplifting the voices of- Jennifer Murphy. Yeah, yeah. But she uses it as, she- Pretends. Under the guise of yeah. uplifting the voices of women, and particularly women who are marginalized, and women of color, and young women of color. And it's like, these two things cannot exist at the same time. Your tokenization, your fetishization, your you know mockery of a- all things Asian while wanting to uplift their voices, you can't have both at the same time. No. You just can't, it's like, you can't. It's like all the politicians who claim to be anti-gay right. while giving blowjobs <laughs> behind closed doors. Right, exactly. And for me, if you, and it's, it's so frustrating for me because I just, I unintentionally start to feel empathy and sympathy for people like her. Cause I'm like, what got her here? Right. What got her to this place? I mean, that that's she, a natural human thing to do. Not for her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She hasn't once thought, well, why are all these Asian people telling me that I'm being a racist? Yeah. I mean, the operative word in what I said was <laughs> natural. Cause right. nothing about that bitch is natural. <laughs> we know you're not a natural blonde. Fuck no. Yeah. I want to be blonde. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I start to think like there must be something. There must have been something that went on with her that is she finds the validation of others so much more important than her own humanity that she's willing to sacrifice it and give that away. And it's like, it's not even a good song. No. It's not even funny. It's like when you sell your soul for pennies. Right. Like, do it for something. Like, if yeah. you do it, do it for something that makes it worth it. And I I don't- Like at least hit like James Corden level. Some, you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Where you can be rude to everybody in restaurants. Yeah. You just get be away a shitty it. human being, get away with it, but you're not. But you're, you haven't. You're literally like at the bottom of the entertainment. Like you're, I mean, in to call it obscurity is, is an understatement. You know what I mean? And she doesn't have a huge following. She doesn't have- And I don't think she realizes that in her mess of pathetic, like Let it desperation, <laughs> I don't think she, it's clouding her from realizing that all it's saying is, is like, I don't have any ideas. Like I don't right. have any other ideas of right. how to be funny. Like right. this is the one, I am a one dimensional person 
And the thing that I'm relying on, it's not even a sturdy piece of wood. It's putty. Like right. When I lean on it, I just <laughs> fall through. You know what I mean? Like there's no support. Oh, like, do, it, do we have a fart sound? Oh, I wish. <laughs> We're just going to play this. Oh, I think I accidentally pressed applause, but I meant to press. Why is that so sensitive? It's still going. It's still going. I'm going to edit that out and I think. Or, okay, so like here's the thing is like I've done things. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I've done even just from when I started TikTok. My videos from then, I'm like, you know what? I want to evolve from that. I, I It worked for a while and it got me, you know, this, that, and the other. But I want to grow. I right. want to expand on that. I want to be more creative. I want to challenge myself. Yeah. I want to do things that are not as easy. You know, I want to try that. But she just, like, leverages everything on this fucking song. I mean, we're talking about someone who's literally... Like, you know how that's like a trend now to do like Y2K makeup and stuff? Like, she clearly <laughs> she is still just, stuck she there. She just waited for it. Yeah, I mean, the humor, the clothing, like the hair. The I mean. saddest part, though, is that she has the ability to do something about it. Yeah. And she chooses not to. Like, Jennifer, you have a magazine, you have a platform, people are watching you. This is your opportunity to do more, to are do better. Gonna- are they watching her? They're watching you because of me, okay? Right. That's the truth. Like, what's the actual download rate of those <laughs> magazines? Right. You know what I mean? Is it like five or 11, 12, you know, you and your 11 siblings? But even if, like, this is your chance to, like, do the, I'm coming back and I'm going to be better and I'm going to improve. And, like, you could build on that. And, like, she did this thing where she's like, well, because I, I said, like, this is like you cling to this because this is like your one thing that made you famous. And she's like, uh-uh, I did the Miss America. I was on The Apprentice. I did a magazine. I've been on this show and that show. And what has any of that led to? Nothing. Right. Nothing so build on that. Something. Build on all that shit. Right. You could build on that because these things, I guess, I don't want to say are necessarily positive, but they're definitely things that you could build on. Right. But you don't. Right. Not only that, but this is now a stain on all those other things. Right. Of course. The things that you were building towards, like, oh, I was on TV shows, like, so I could be on other TV shows, like. Negated all of it. You've you've made it your whole personality. Right. You've made it your whole personality. I heard handle on TikTok is Jennifer Murphy, go girl ninja. Why? (laughs) Everything that she does, creator of viral video. I want to be. I've had and again, but like even then, her name not cre- it's the most least creative thing ever. My <laughs> name, my company, <laughs> and the one thing that I'm holding exactly. To. And I've gone viral, and I've had videos do 30 million views, several. I still don't want that one thing to identify everything about me. I don't want that to be the only thing people know of me. Right. That's why I diversify my content so much because it's important for people to see you as a whole person. A whole person. Your fears, your joys, your hobbies, your love, your interests, like whatever. But all you want is to be a ninja? I guess it's hard to see other people as being more than one dimensional when you treat yourself one dimensionally. Right. And here we are humanizing her again. Oh, why do we keep doing that? Because that's the human thing to do. Edward, it's very annoying that we do that. I'm sorry. It really (laughs) annoys me that we're good people living in this world where we have to deal with people like her. And like, I can't even stoop to her level because I can't. I can't even do it. Well, I mean, we don't even have the privilege to. Right. 
that right. oh man that's frustrating yeah like there's nothing i can i can say there's nothing i can and i wouldn't even want to i think if i could i don't want to call her names i don't want to call i don't want to you know be she called we me a do, bully though. we I, do i, I do want to call her names i have called her names privately very privately <laughs> very loudly but privately and i don't even hate her it's it's frustrating to me that I can't get through to her. You know, and I've had people who I've called out and made videos about and been like, this is why you're hurting our communities. This is why the right. things that you say have weight to them. Yeah. And they've come back to me and be like, I never thought of it that way. Right. It had never occurred to me that saying these things would cause so much harm to people. I'm sorry right. and I will do better. That's all we want. That's literally it. It's literally not that hard. She doesn't have to do she anything She wasted else. like 50 times more energy doing everything else, including making, I, I and I know you spent all day making that first For video sure. about how you're gonna make a video to like, you could have spent that time making that video. Right, and but, she won't address me directly. But we know it's because you didn't have shit to say. Right. And it's very obvious to everybody. Like right. nobody is falling for this ruse because it's not a right. ruse. I mean, and like I told her, you can put on as many fucking wigs as you want. We still see the pig. We still. <laughs> oh my God, that's what it is. She reminds me of Miss Piggy. <laughs> She's desperate. <laughs> She's unkind. She's unkind. She's, She's obnoxious. <laughs> and she's just like so out of the loop on like what everyone else is and doing. the world and is Kermit. about her. We oh are all God. Kermit. Just oh trying to God. trying to make it work. I, I just try to do a Kermit voice. If that's if you guys were wondering what the fuck that was, that's yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Now what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's anyway. I don't want to make this episode completely about her. No, but that's the thing is that like. But she's a great example. But that's the thing about privilege is that we have people on the spectrum of Jay Murphy. And then we even have people who mean well, right. like Jamie Lee Curtis, right. who unintentionally does these things. And that's the thing about privilege is that like a lot of times, because you got privilege because you went your whole life unchecked. Right. So you just don't know to think of the things, you know what I mean? Like for instance, like Jamie Lee Curtis wore a Dolce & Gabbana dress. Mm. You know, we're talking about Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, that like super problematic. Made that like. Oh my God! They did the. Yeah, remember that really racist, racist ad with uh -huh. the chopsticks a couple of years yeah. ago? Like that was literally like two, three Wait, years. Did she wear ago. Dolce to the Academy Awards? To the Academy Awards, she and oh, then like Jamie Lee. Yeah, and like that's the thing is, that. is like she's very supportive, of Michelle. Like I don't like I used to have a huge crush on Jamie Lee. You know, from True Lies, I was like, oh my God, what is happening with this? Like, oh my God, I wanted to tear lady. off the sleeves off of every organic yeah, dress I, I like, owned. I didn't own I any, but she I was, wanted to. Yeah, I thought she was really <laughs> badass, and I still think that she means to be an ally. But when you do things like when you win the SAG Awards and then you grab Michelle Yeoh's face and kiss it, like right. I don't think you understand that like you're using them as props mm -hmm. in some type of a way. Right. And there's still a little bit of an in ignorance, you know what I mean? Right. That I don't think that she realizes. Like, yes, you shouldn't be ashamed of being a nepo baby, but in the context of awards, right? Maybe, maybe not the most appropriate place to like proudly proclaim that you're a nepo baby. You know what I right. mean? When like you're literally winning awards over people who tried to make it themselves right. and didn't get it. Right. You know right. what I mean? That whole Angela Bassett thing. I I haven't seen the movie that she was nominated oh, for. Oh yeah, uh, Wakanda. Yeah. She was. Uh, she was amazing. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen her in 
a million other things. But, and I, I mean, know she's amazing. But even before we get to the Angela Bassett, you know, part of the story, we're talking about the fact that like, I'm not sure if Jamie Lee Curtis was aware that like Stephanie Shu was also up for the same award in the same category. Right. You know what I mean? And like Jamie Lee Curtis had, and you know, she was great in the movie, very profound, prolific. She had 15 minutes though. She right. had 15 minutes of screen time. And Stephanie Shu was an absolute force in that movie. Yeah, I mean, she was the movie. The movie was about her experience and right. her mother's right. and their relationship. Right. You know what I mean? And watching her change from character to character and, you know, I mean, she she drew emotions out of me that I like were that were just buried for the longest right. time, and like really brought me to like the brink of so many different emotions and breakthroughs. I I, I but like again, like I said, I didn't see any of the other movies <laughs> that were nominated, right. but I know that Stephanie Shu, I think she over Jamie Lee Curtis should have won it. If you ask me, my for opinion. sure. I mean, just like I think the role alone, she's a breakout star, you yeah. know. But outside of that, just the context of the movie. Yeah. Right. We're talking about a movie that's about the Asian American immigrant story. Right. And we're giving it to the white woman who was in it for 15 minutes. Well, like we said, right? We take one great leap forward. There's always going to be things that want to pull us back. Right. Every single time. And and we have to just continue to engage the conversation and continue to make sure that the the step forward and the pullbacks are always acknowledged. That's that's all we can really do. And personally for me, who did watch both movies, I do think Stephanie Hsu and Angela Bassett were more head-to-head contenders than Angela Bassett and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, so you would have given it to Angela Bassett over Jamie Lee? Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. If it was between her and Stephanie Hsu, I think that would have been a little bit yeah. harder. Right. But, you know, and that's that's where, like, I think personal preferences and stuff like that come in. And then, like, other equations, too. You know what I mean? Like, Angela Bassett, she deserved it. Yeah, you know I, what mean, I mean? That's the, and that's the reason why they gave it to Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, her body of work. Right. And, you know, she, it's it's time she gets, they quote, they say her flowers. Time for her to get, right. well, where are Angela Bassett's flowers? Well, that's what I mean. So it's like, I and I get it, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis was somewhat marginalized in that industry because of the type of films that she was in. But that's right. nowhere near the type of marginalization that Angela Bassett was getting because right. not only was she being marginalized, not even for her roles, it was right. strictly racial, you know yeah, what I mean? Because right. every performance I've ever seen Angela Bassett in, she fucking is, she's basically like Michelle Yeoh, that she's just amazing. Water. Yeah, she's a, you, you can't not look at her. No. For every reason in the world. She demands, God, yeah, she is presence. incredible. Like I just watched a clip of What's Love Got To Do With It, the scene where she leaves Ike, and I'm like, you, you can't, not look at her like you, you she's so captivating and she's so moving and like in every possible way and even just on her arms and legs alone she should win an academy award because her body yeah. is insane she's she's I mean, incredible and just to give some of our listeners and viewers some little bit of context but Susie doesn't love to watch movies because it just triggers her anxiety, anxiety really yeah. bad <laughs> and, but so let me tell you a little bit about the role that Angela Bassett was nominated for it was in the second Waka uh, Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. And she plays Chadwick Boseman's character's mother. And as we all know, Chadwick Boseman passed away, which mm -hmm. meant that his character passed away in real life, you know, which is the appropriate thing to do rather than try to recast him. So the scene that she's most referenced for her nomination is the scene where the person that was tasked to be her guardian mm -hmm. failed at something and she has this breakdown moment where she's like, I also lost my son. Now I lost his memory and all of these things. Oh, and it's 
So sad. It's gut wrenching, partially because of the scenario, but also the because reality. like it's hard not to see it as like she's not at it doesn't it didn't feel like she was acting. You f- feel a mother's pain. Yeah. You feel you know what I mean? And she's this woman who's like running one of the most like technologically and most advanced nations in the world, you know, so she's just this like boss leader. Mm-hmm. So she's able to juxtapose in that scene her strength and her vulnerability, and her vulnerability oh. at the same time. It's amazing. That's why I can't watch them. Yeah. It makes me, it's like, she, I'm just listening and it's like, it's like not anxiety, but it just makes me so yeah. sad. But that's what I mean. Like that's, that, that's how powerful right. that And was. when an actor can pull multiple emotions out of you simultaneously, I mean, that's obviously the mark of an incredible actor. And Stephanie Shu did that for me as well. You know what I mean? Like her character was funny, scary, emotional, vulnerable, vulnerable, right? All of these things rolled up into one and I could feel them all at the same time or like, you know, in flashes back and forth and it was really incredible. So I don't know, but the overarching thing I think is the representation that Asian people are getting now as opposed to 30, 40 years ago is because of they're allowed to now be whole people and they're now allowed to show different facets of their humanity. So when you put that against what's happening with the likes of people like Jennifer Murphy, it's like, why can't you just let us be people? Let us be people because that's all we want. We want our fucking humanity and we want our humanity to be seen and understood by everybody. Why won't you just let us fucking have that? And like, I I think the lack of Nunchi and Nunchi in Korean is like, I don't think the term actually exists in English, right? Mm -hmm. It's like beyond self-awareness. It's like reading the room. It's just like, knowing you know what I mean? vigilance maybe <laughs> yeah like it's almost like um if your friend lost their mother and like not saying your mama jokes right to them it's just like this extra thought right decency you know yeah. it's, but it's like on a a very like what's the word i'm looking for like a ethereal plan? no <laughs> a little too over dramatic maybe like um we're like, you can sense it. Yeah, you know like on mean? a higher level. Yeah, yeah, right. Or like, you don't, yeah, exactly. You don't say inappropriate things or yeah. do, you know, read the fucking room. Right, and it's very clear that she didn't because at a time when all of these stuff against Asian hate is happening and then the celebration happens and then you have I Want to Be Ninja coming down. Like, right. I don't think you realize that it just only comes off like you see Asian people starting to get their way and you're going, nope, I'm gonna pull you right back down here because I don't want, nope. And this, this this claim that she's like, I love Asian people, this claim that she makes like, I love Asian people, I love Asian culture, I want to learn, so fucking learn from Asian people. No, no, that's not I what she I happen to be one. She's leaving out a word, laugh. I love to, <laughs> to laugh. To laugh at Asian people. I love to laugh right. at Asian culture. Right. So just fucking say that so we can all move on. Yeah. Because if you tell me you wanna learn from an Asian person and I happen to be an Asian person and you absolutely refuse to learn from me, then that's not what you want. And no. you're absolutely right. She just wants to be able to laugh yeah. and use us you know, for everything, for props as you know, profit. content, for profit, right, for inspiration, but not the kind of inspiration where you feel like you've actually learned something about us. And God, if she keeps saying that ninjas are Chinese, I swear to God, I'm yeah. gonna fucking punch something. So you wanna learn about Asian culture, but the most basic thing about what you're doing, you don't know that 
ninjas are Japanese. Is there an equivalent in China? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's assassins everywhere. Stealthy sure. assassins. Sure. Um, but they're not called ninjas. I think I found the Reddit thread that she got it from. So I did a deep dive into it too. Cause I was oh, like, I'm why so does sorry. this, I mean, dude, I was like, why does this keep saying that? Why is she saying that? She must've got it from somewhere. But here's the thing. If she is trying to tell me that in 2016, when she was making the I want to be ninja video, she did so because she had done such in-depth historical research that she came to find out that somehow ninjas were maybe inspired by, derived, or had, I don't know, fighting techniques derived from Chinese assassins. You are full of shit. Right. <laughs> you are full of shit. That never fucking happened. Then you would have used that Chinese word, right. not the Japanese word. I tried to like equate it. It'd be like if I was eating like um, spaghetti, spaghetti meatballs. Oh my God, that's exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, I'm having lo mein. Yep. Why are you calling it lo mein? Because noodles originated in China. They don't do that. Yeah. People don't do that. Somebody took something, adapted it, made it their own and thing, it's the and it's a different thing. thing. So we call it by its name from that place. Or respect. <laughs> Look at that. It all comes back, doesn't it? Right. So imagine saying that you respect these cultures, but you can't do the bare minimum respect to call them by their right. name. Which is the absolute definition of appropriation. Right. Right? Like people are always like, well, what is appropriation? It's not a real thing. It's when you take the parts of a culture that you like, that you think are pretty, that you think are, you know, going to somehow serve you in whatever way and just benefit. throw the fucking rest away. Yep. Just throw and it away. It's just for your benefit. Gives a shit. Mm -hmm. Fuck all the other stuff. Fuck all the pain. Fuck all the suffering. Fuck how that even occurred. How any of this actually even happened. What the historical meaning is, the cultural relevance of it. Fuck all of it. I just want to make money. Yeah. And Jennifer, are you actually even making money? Is she? God, I hope not. Could she possibly be making money from this ninja thing? There's no way. Like, I, I, she made the YouTube video years ago. If I was buying a Murphy bed and Jennifer Murphy was like, I made this, I would immediately be like, yeah, You're no. never buying this I'm gonna bed. go somewhere else. Do now. they even still manufacture these beds? I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> I'd rather sleep on the floor. Right. Like my ancestors. ancestors. <laughs> not even my ancestors, my mom. My mom was sleep on the floor. Did she yeah. still? Not still, but when I was growing up, my mom used to sleep on the floor with a deflated basketball as a pillow. And yes, we were poor, but it wasn't because we were that poor. It's because my mom is insane and would tell me that that was like the most comfortable position for her to sleep in. Wait, so like she'd like wear it like on the back of her head like a helmet? No, it would be super deflated. She would sleep on the floor, push it up against the couch, and then just use it as a pillow. But didn't... It was really, it was very deflated. It wasn't more than half though. Like it was, oh, I was thinking not flat. comfortable. No, 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 it still was not comfortable. What? Yeah. My mom, I had a very interesting she's childhood. She's something, yeah, yeah, she's something. I just, I'm so proud to be living in this moment. Regardless of all the Jennifer Murphy, blah, 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 bullshit. Like that's such a small part of what it is. I'm so happy to be able to enjoy this moment and, and take from it like all of the things that I've been yearning for for so long. And I think, and I think also too is like the representation for you know Southeast Asians too, like Malaysian, and I believe. Oh yeah, there was a South Asian woman who won an Oscar. I didn't actually watch the awards. Oh, yeah, she, I just watched the and the best highlights. song I think was South Asian. They were Indian as well. Like, yeah. I think 
but then but then that's the thing is is like as we're getting these positive representations that's the thing like i made a couple videos criticizing some things in the academy awards and there was a lot of comments from people a lot of comments from white people and asian people who don't live in america telling me that we should just focus on the happy and that i should stop making myself the victim, a victim. Like, but that's the thing is, is like, even in those two things that you mentioned, the South Asian woman that won the Oscar, they literally didn't even let her talk. give a speech. I know. I saw that. Which is crazy because um, from what I understand, the moment prior, they let two white men talk with Forever. zero restrictions on time. Um, and then the uh, Indian song that won, I heard that the performance of it at the Oscars was done by mostly white dancers. I didn't even pay attention. Yeah, so like that's what I mean. Like as we are getting these slippances, am I even using that word right? As we're getting these slivers, slivers. I was like, what? I don't yeah, know what slippances. What the <laughs> fuck? As we're getting Instances these slippers and slivers, slippances. <laughs> as we're getting these slices of positive things, mm -hmm. we have to stay vigilant because. Right. We can't get distracted because oftentimes maybe it is a backhanded compliment. Right. Maybe it's even a thing where Angela Bassett gets slighted and Asians are being used as the model minority right. again, trying to create an argument and a fight and a divide right. between the minorities with the barrel bottom of the barrel analogy. Right. You know what I mean? So right. like we have to stay vigilant because like we don't know what these old white colonizers, what their intentions are. You right. know, or like if this is going to last. Right. You know well, I mean? We gave it to you already. Okay. Enough. You're done. Right. That's all. This is not what you wanted. Isn't you that what, what happened want. with Halle Berry? And right. How many years? Right. Again, exactly. You know? And what I do, what I want to impress upon people is like two things can exist simultaneously. Yes. I can be really happy. Yes. I can be really joyful and I can cry, you know, from pure emotion that I'm witnessing all of these things happening. But I can also still be like, yeah, there's still a lot of fucked up shit over here. So mm -hmm. we're still going to deal with this too. Yep. I can do both. I can, I can be walk happy for the Asian community while still being like, no, the Oscars are still white and a lot of black right. actors got slighted. Right, exactly, you know I mean? right. And I it's, can support them too. Right. And I think that that's a whole nother thing about it is like, we as communities of color, black and, you know, black communities, indigenous communities and communities of color, we can all, and I think we saw some of that support that right. night, you know, the way that Halle Berry presented to Michelle Yeoh and you can see that she's very, moved by it because she understands the yep. gravity of that. She understands like as a, a black woman in an industry where she knows that she's not yep. welcome in every room, she knows exactly what Michelle Yeoh is feeling. Yep, and I watched back that footage as well. Like when Michelle Yeoh won that award, Angela Bassett was like on the verge of tears because you, they were in, they were in the same boat. Right. You know right. what I mean? But we can acknowledge all of those things. We can say that everything everywhere all at once deserved majority of all their wins and still be like, the Jamie Lee Curtis thing that was right, a little iffy. Right, right. We can still have the highs and we have to take them with the lows. We can't just ignore them and pretend right. like they're all gone because they're not. Clearly they're not. Right. Because if they were, then then Jennifer Murphy would have never reared her ugly right. head again. Because we only got even these wins because people like Michelle Yeoh, people like James Hong, Kiwi Kwan, mm -hmm. they kept going, they kept fighting for right. representation. So right. it's that word, oper the operative word is fight. You can't let down your guard. It's we're still working and to we inch know that, that line. Right. We know we can't let our guard down because yeah. we've been there. We've been there before. And we're not gonna be it's not gonna be a matter of like, oh, we got awards, now we're happy now. No. No. All people of color, the Asians, the blacks, the Hispanic community, the indigenous community, like all of us, 
we have to be a part of that table. Right. And we know none of us are going to be happy until that happens because mm -hmm. that's, that's truly means that the power is divided equally. Right. Right. Totally agree. So all that to say, fuck you, Jennifer Murphy. <laughs> your bed's probably suck and your song is a piece of shit. Oh God. I bet you don't even wash your sheets. Those, I bet they're also from 2000. But even me just saying these things, I'm like, just I try to be better. That's yeah. what we want. <laughs> like, I'm like saying these things and as therapeutic as they are, there's also a part of me that's like, don't be me. I know. It's it's like cathartic for me to be like, fuck you, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> you know, the you, reason you're not successful is because you're a fucking hack. Yeah. That felt good. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want that for her either. Right. I want her to understand. I wanted to understand that like, I have daughters, I have nieces that have to grow up in this world and I can't live in this world knowing that this video still right. exists and you make money from it. I just can't fucking do it. And for humor purposes, we make it seem like it's a personal vendetta, but it's not. It's not. All of it has to do with the fact that we've experienced what it's like to live in that world. Right. And I'll be damned if anybody has to live no, in that world No, I refuse. I cannot tell you how many times people have thrown that fake accent at me. Like it's a joke. It's not fucking funny. And I swear to God, the first person that does it to one of my kids, have mercy. I hope you have a nice pack. I mean, literally, because my kids will not fucking put up with that shit because I've taught them not to. And I refuse to live in a world where I just allow it. I'm not gonna just, I'm not gonna passively sit by because yeah. that's what people expect from us to just sit there and let yep. this shit happen. No, no. The, the first time when I was seven, when we moved from um, Los Angeles to Philadelphia for the first time, we arrived, our luggage got there pretty late, like all our furniture and stuff. And we were unloading the U-Haul truck. It was my, me, my mother, my grandmother. I think my uncle was there and this truck drives by and people literally threw ching chang, ching chong words at us. At the age of seven, I had to be the one to stand up for my family. And that's what I mean. I'll be damned if another no. child has to do that. No, I refuse. So fuck you, Jennifer Murphy. Yeah, and from that the one bottom I mean of my from heart. the bottom of my heart. Yeah. I felt that one. I fucking felt that one. And when you watch all these videos of like, elderly Asian people getting thrown to the ground, or you watch these videos where that Filipino family was beaten up by that man. The right. last things he said before he got out of his car and like beat them was, oh, you know, this broken English that he was doing and like making fun of the way that they speak. It's like, Jennifer, these things are all connected. And even if you think it's funny to you, it will eventually be very unfucking funny to somebody else. Right. Very unfunny to the, the Filipino father who's trying to protect his kid and his wife while he has this like six foot five fucking white guy beating the shit out like that's when it's not funny anymore why won't she understand that right and it's so frustrating because she to refuses me. to and i'm not crying because i'm sad i'm crying because i'm angry. angry i'm so fucking angry and i'm not angry just at her like this all just happens to be like funneling towards her because as of right now she's the person in my line of sight that is absolutely refusing to understand and if if I have to make an example out of her, sorry, sorry, bitch. That's what's gonna fucking happen. You don't have to be sorry. She's the one who's not stopping right. and quadrupling, sextupling down. Right. It's 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 really it's incredibly frustrating. But but again, I can I can live in this duality. I can understand that even though the crappiest parts of Jennifer Murphy seem to just keep bobbing their heads up every so often the poise and grace and accomplishment of women like Michelle Yeoh is the beacon of light that I can keep looking towards. And that's, that's, that's the direction I wanna keep going in. And even though 
I have to, you know, splash around with the pigs every once in a while and get shit on my shoes, I can still, you know, try to go towards, you know, the dignity of, of somebody like Michelle Yeoh. And I think that's, that's the, those are the things that have to keep us going. We all should be striving to not be one dimensional. Right. Exactly. Especially some of us. Be a better person. It's, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be this hard. It really shouldn't be that In fact, it's like so much more work to just stay one dimensional. Right. Growth is inevitable. I couldn't even imagine. Aren't you bored? Did you just get bored being the same thing over and over and over again? I mean, clearly not because you've had the same hairstyle since like 1994, but like it's time to move on. <laughs> like let's Branding evolve. is on point though. <laughs> Your branding is on point. I it's mean, horrible branding, but it's God, on point. She drives like a pink Jeep. She pretends to be a baby. She oh wears God. like pink platform shoes and like. <laughs> All of this was like the beginning of the internet humor. Right, That exactly. was like literally Y2K shit. <laughs> right, it's 2023. Anyway. But you know, that's that. Anyway. So next week, I think we want to. So we want to do another segment where we do a write-in because it was so much fun um, hearing from all of you, all of your stories about food that we did, you know, last week. So next week we want to do. Not that this one's going to be fun. I just, you know, I just want to. It could be funny. It could be funny. You are right. You are right. Again, I'm doom and gloom. Again, we can do both. It can be funny and still poignant and deliver a message, Mm -hmm. which I think this is probably going to garner, I imagine. So the episode will be. So we're trying to get you to write in with any experiences that you've had with workplace discrimination. Yeah, maybe it's not that funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, some of it is funny. I, well, I I have one that's kind of funny. Yeah. And there will be us Asian people. Right. Mind you. It's not your joke to tell those of you who want to try. And that's uh, going to be the point of the story too. But I, I think it could be actually funny in like people retaliating against workplace discrimination or like what they did like yeah. in response to workplace discrimination. Yes. So write in to the website, which is what in the shoe bar at Gmail? Yeah, it's to our email. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Is that what I said? Boomer. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh you my did. God, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Susie's nowhere near a room. I was just kidding. But yeah, write into what in the shibat at gmail.com. Um, please let us know if you want us to use your name or anonymous. Give us your handles. And also please try to be as detailed as possible. If you don't want us to if you don't want us to say some of the details, obviously omit that. But try to be as detailed as possible. Tell us about what happened, your position, what the other person's position was, like whatever those details are, try to be as detailed as possible. And yeah, write us into whatintheshebal.com. Try to send it to us by this coming Monday, whatever the date is I'm going to put here as well. We I don't know what day it is today. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what I'm going to eat for lunch. Well, don't have spicy bulldog ramen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I died. Anyway, um, so write it in. I want to hear all of your stories because that to me is, is so much fun. That, that to me is like has been the highlight so far, I think, of, yeah. of doing the podcast. Even a part of the fun is like not freaking out about what we're going to talk about the whole time. That's not been that fun. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pressure. So if you guys also have things that you guys would like to talk to have us talk about, you know, feel free to just give us suggestions as well. Yeah, we'll take suggestions, but don't tell us what to do because that's different. I'm not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Shine on our teeth. So make sure to follow us on all of our socials. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Sujo one 
and I am Etch-A-Sketch with a J, and we are on everything on at What in the Shiba as well. We're on what everything. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Podbean. Blah, blah, blah. And make sure you watch us on YouTube as well. And oh, yeah. by the way, if you are, make sure you like and subscribe and ring that bell. Ding! Otherwise, thanks for joining in, and we'll catch you on the next one. Okay, bye! Okay, bye! <laughs>